Save big money and transform your home with new appliances now at Menards. We offer the lowest prices and the largest in-stock appliance selection ready to take home today. Check out top appliance brands, including KitchenAid, Maytag, Whirlpool, Amana, and Criterion. Upgrade your home and save big money on new appliances at Menards. Shop our entire selection of appliance options online today at Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Impact of Influence, the tragic story of a powerful South Carolina family and the mysterious deaths they are linked to. Hi there. Welcome back. So happy to have you here. I am Matt Harris. She is Seton Tucker. If you were looking for the question and answer part two episode, that'll be coming soon. Our question and answer episode with John Snyder, our legal analyst, the questions we get off of Facebook from Murder Murdoch podcast Facebook page. We will get to that soon. But we jumped into the studio because, Seton, there is a 911 call that was released on the last day of November. Yes. So that was released just yesterday as we're recording. And it is the tape from when Gloria Satterfield sustained her injury in the Murdoch home. And, uh, of course, the injuries occurred on September, uh, February 26th, 2018. And as you know, the story has been uh, in motion ever since the heirs of Gloria Satterfield discovered that they did not receive the money that they were owed from the insurance company, Alec Murdoch, is currently awaiting charges on taking that money, and others have paid back the family, and they've gotten, what, $6 million, I think? Yeah, over point. $6 million. Over $6 million, and which rightfully deserved. Uh, Alec has not paid his amount. In fact, his attorneys say he shouldn't have to pay his amount because the heirs have received more than the four-point-whatever-it-was million that they were uh, owed by Alec's insurance company. So that will be in a civil case and, of course, the criminal charges against Alec. But let's check out the 911 call from 2018 that is made after Gloria Satterfield falls down the stairs at the Murdoch home. 9.24 a.m. 38 2nd February 2, 2018. Yes. Okay. 
If she does not like responding appropriately, but she is awake. Man, she's not, no, she's not responding. Okay, I just, I, I've already got them on the way, and you asking questions does not slow them down, ma'am. Knowing if she's conscious is one of the things that the medic needs to know if she's responding really. at all to you. No. Okay, so she's not responsive at all. Well, I mean, she's mumbling. Okay, so she is somewhat conscious. Um, is she breathing okay? Yes. Is she bleeding from anywhere? Yes, her head. Okay, are you guys able to control the bleeding? No. Can you I put a even clean tried. rag or anything on it? Uh, yeah, I got it. Okay, is she bleeding from, like, her face, the back of the head? I've got an ambulance coming. Sir, my name what? Where exactly is she bleeding from on her head? I'm not sure, the top of her head. Okay. What happened? She just fell back down. Can I get off this phone so I can go down there? Can I have your name and phone number? Or are you able to Maggie. bring the phone down by her? What? Or are you on a cell phone where you can walk down there I'm and on talk? A cell phone. No. Okay, can you bring it with you so we can ask her some questions about what kind of pain she's having? Hello? Yeah, can, can you ask the patient what kind of pain she's having? Ma'am, she can't talk. Okay, do you know... She's cracked her head and there's blood on the concrete and she bleeds out of her left ear. Okay, she's bleeding out of her ear? And out of her head. She's cracked her skull. Okay. Alright, the other lady said that she had tried to stand up and fell down again? No, she. I was holding her up. And okay. She told me to turn her loose and she was trying to use her arm, but then she fell back over. Okay, do you guys know who she is? Yes, yeah, she works for us. Okay, do you know if she's ever had a stroke or anything before? Ma'am, can you stop asking her to stroke? I already have them on the way. I already have them on the way. Me asking questions does not slow them down in any way. These are relevant questions that I have to ask for the ambulance. One of my questions is, has she ever had a stroke? I don't believe she's ever had a stroke, not that I know okay. that. Okay. Okay, is she able to talk to you guys at all, or is she unconscious now? She's not unconscious. She's just mumbling. Okay. I believe she's maybe hit her head and had, maybe has a concussion or something. Okay. Maybe. Do you know what her name is? Gloria Satterfield. You said Sanderfield? Ma'am? You said Sanderfield? Satterfield. Satterfield. Okay, what's the house look like out there? It's, it's a, um, it's offset off the road. Okay. It's a big house, got a long driveway. With a long um, driveway? Yeah. Um, is there a gate or anything down there that they're going to need to come through? There's two big, big brick columns that have to come through. Okay, but there's no, like, gate code or anything that they need? No, ma'am. And tell okay. them that they can look for a fellow on a 6x6 Ranger. Okay. Waiting on them in the road is green. You know, the, they probably know what the Ranger looks like. Yeah. You said, like, so green. on a black got on a black sweater, okay. a hat, and pants. Okay. All right. All right. Um, if, if something changes with her, if she loses consciousness or anything like that, I need one of you guys to call me back right away, okay? 
Okay, well, how about, how long is it going to take? Does this take us? That I don't know. I, I've had them on the way since, since Maggie first called me. They were toned right away. Okay. All right, but they're, I think they're coming. Hang on one minute. Let me check. They're coming from somewhere on Belt Highway in Ruffin, okay? That's where their station is. Thank you. All right, but like I said, if something changes, call me back. Yes, Okay. There you go. Uh, the voice you first heard was Maggie. The man's voice, Paul, who at the time was a teenager. It was, if you notice the address, that is the same address that three years, three months later, the two voices you heard, Paul and Maggie, we found shot to death on that very property, which is known as the Mazelle property. Many talk about it. It's the, the hunting area they have, but as he told you, it's a big house. We, it's been described in the past as a hunting cabin, but it's it's a regular nice house. Yeah, it was kind of eerie, though, to hear them. Um, I did think that the 911 operator did a great job keeping them on the phone because it seemed like they wanted to get off and getting all the information that she needed to get. I thought that was good. Um, but it's definitely eerie to me to hear voices of people we know are now not with us. Well, that's the thing is the case has been reopened the idea that we will actually ever know what happened there exactly will only have to be told through a third party because all three people involved, or the only three people as far as we know that were there, are all dead. Well, oh, but, you know, I did have a question, and I don't know, when he was talking about this ranger that went to the road that was waiting on them, was that Paul going to be going out there on his ranger, or was this someone else who was waiting by the road in the ranger? See, I assumed Maggie had taken off. Oh, well, but, that's see, I possible. don't know that we have yeah. to find maybe that's a th maybe that is another person. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to listen closer to it when you have a chance and find out what exactly he says. He says, I know he says, look for the ranger. And, you know, he says a six by six ranger. Someone in a black sweater. Yeah. Uh, I, I, well, you know what? Maybe there's another person. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, we just have the 911 tape. We don't have any. Other real information. Because you wouldn't yet. think that Maggie would leave her. No. So Maggie is with, let's assume Maggie is with her and that Paul is on the phone. Is he referring to the fact that Paul will drive up there on his Ranger? Right. That's what I wasn't sure. Like, was Paul leaving to go drive the Ranger to meet the, meet the ambulance? I don't know. That's a darn good question, because I don't know why, when I listened to it originally, I jumped to the conclusion that Maggie drove up there, but then that wouldn't make sense, because she's not going to leave Gloria, who is bleeding. Uh, and uh, we, we had talked about, someone had mentioned the fact that they were relatively calm. And Paul's annoyed, or not annoyed, I don't know the right way, but he's short because he's well, worried, but... We, we talked about this, and I know I'm, as we talk, if, if I see blood, I'm going to start yelling and screaming and, and kind of freaking out. And they did remain very calm, which was not my nature. It seemed odd to me, but, you know, you said some people are better in crisis situations. I'm definitely not one of those people. Well, also, you have to understand that at the time, they didn't know that Gloria Satterfield was going to die. And... At this point, they're thinking she fell, and he even mentions a concussion, and she's bleeding. And now, again, there was blood coming out of the ear. I see blood coming out of someone's ear, and I'm yeah. immediately going to start <laughs> losing my mind. Yeah. 
All right, other people are. Maggie lost it a little bit for a second, but then she pulled it together. You know what? Let's. Can we try to get to that spot where he talks about the ranger again? Okay, but there's no like date code or anything that they need. No, ma'am. And tell okay. them that they can look for a fellow on a six by six ranger. Okay, there he goes. I think he says fella, right? Right. So he doesn't say him though. He doesn't say him. So it could be him or it could be someone else. No one has really set out the theory that it's someone else that I have seen, but he says, look for a fella. Right. He doesn't say look for me. Interesting. Uh, now, Eric Bland, the attorney for the Satterfield family, released a statement, or both of the attorneys for the Satterfield family, and they said, obviously, it was very sad for my clients to have to listen to the tape and the statements about Gloria's injuries from the fall, said Eric Bland and Ronnie Richter of Bland Richter. We do not read anything into the tape other than the accident happened the way that Alec described it to the family. Although Maggie didn't mention the dogs in the 911 calls having caused the fall, Maggie seemed genuine in her concerns for Gloria. At times, both Maggie and Paul were short with and talking down to the 911 operator who was just doing her job, but maybe the stress of the situation caused them to be a little too caustic with a woman who was just helping them. Man, he takes a little shot at him there, didn't he? It's just tough for my clients to hear these things about their mother and sister. As for Mr. Murdoch's subsequent conduct in creating an opportunity for profit out of this tragedy, our positions, as set forth in numerous court filings, is unchanged. So, yes, he doesn't, she doesn't mention dogs. Uh, you don't hear dogs barking. But no. we know that they have dogs there, that they have hunting dogs. I don't know if they have dogs, pet dogs running around. Take a little break and uh, get you ready for some traveling you've got coming up, some international trip where you want to be able to at least get around, right? So you want to learn the language of the country that you're going to. You want to experience it with a little bit of knowledge going in, and you can get a lot of bit of knowledge when you use Rosetta Stone. It's the most trusted language learning program. It's available on desktop. It can also be used as an app on your phone or tablet. And Rosetta Stone teaches through immersion. Instead of memorizing and drilling vocabulary words, you learn by matching audio from native speakers to visuals. You read stories, you participate in dialogues, so you are ready to go. It's the most trusted, time-tested app out there. They've been the expert in language learning for 30 years. Buy Rosetta Stone now, and you never have to pay a renewal fee. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Impact of Influence listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 40% off. That's 40% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 40% off at rosettastone.com backslash today. Well, speaking of court filings, I think we should go into uh, the appointing of a new judge to oversee all of the Satterfield information, which has just been appointed, is Judge Bentley Price. Um, he will oversee the ongoing multi-million dollar lawsuit filed by the Satterfield heirs. They put a new uh, person in charge right. to take care of all this. There's so many charges and so many things happening. Well, and I talked to John a little bit about this. John and, Snyder? Yes. And he'll probably give us some more clarification next time we have him on. But he said that the reason that this could be assigned was because the case was determined complex. So I think that's a reason to have it reassigned to a different judge. Okay. And this judge, I guess, is in Charleston. Yes, yes, I did read So that. it's not in the 14th Circuit. 
Uh, what else do we have that has happened over the last uh, week or so? Right. So we have motions filed by Ellick's attorneys, which is a defendant Murdoch's emergency motion for gag order and sanctions as to attorney Bland. So they want him to stop talking. And they say conduct prohibits a lawyer participating in litigation from making out-of-court statements that the lawyer knows or should know will prejudice the proceedings. Uh, They kind of go on to say some of these things. They said that he has been advocating in the news media for criminal charges against the defendant. Bland has been telling the jury pool that the defendant has committed many crimes. Bland has been accusing the defendant of murdering Gloria Satterfield, and they give quotes where he's said these things in the media. Bland has been cheering the appointment of co-receivers for the defendant's assets. Uh, so he they're, they're, he's saying that Eric Bland has point blank said that he murdered Gloria Satterfield? Right. Let, let's look at the quotes. In the statement, he says, uh, the Satterfield sons want to believe their mother died accidentally, Mr. Bland said, but in stark reality, this is a really bad person. Alex Murdoch is a really, really bad person. The bottom line is that's a tough pill to swallow. There's no bottom line to him. And I guess he said this to Fitz News. And the, and the, the that is not point blank saying that he murdered him. He just said he's a really bad person. So. No, yeah, he's, yeah. I, I, I agree. I don't think, he, I think that's a little bit of an overstatement in my opinion. Um, goes on to basically say Alex's ability to get a fair trial Also, one thing I thought was really interesting, I didn't know this, um, he says, Mr. Bland attacks Mr. Murdoch's character and credibility, and he refers to Pee Wee Gaskins. Um, Pee Wee Gaskins, for those who don't know, was a serial killer in South Carolina. He was actually put to death uh, in 1991. Uh, And he says, Mr. Bland is aware that Mr. Gaskins was prosecuted by Mr. Harputlian. Mr. Bland knows stealing money is in no way morally equivalent to murdering more than a dozen people and raping girls as young as 12 years old. He knows that Mr. Gaskins, two weeks before his execution, plotted to have Mr. Harputlian's three-year-old daughter kidnapped, wow. forcing him and his family to live under armed guard and secured location. We don't know if Mr. Uh, if, if Bland knew that, but right. th- that is a, a definitely interesting connection. Because they're, they're implying that uh, Eric Bland is bringing up that, the peewee thing to kind of get in Harputlian's head. Yeah. That's what the implication is of the lawsuit. You can go back and listen to our, we have a couple of Eric Bland uh, episodes, episode 29, uh, Eric is on with us. That peewee Gaskins is oddly something you read his book and- were, It's very, very cause, disturbing. Cause I would not recommend it for anyone. It's, it's- He's, yeah. yeah he, uh, when did we say he was- Electrocuted? In 1991, um, but he grew up actually in the same area as my husband, so I just was interested. And in my South sister-in-law had, had read the book, and I I did read the book, and again, I can't get it out of my head, so don't don't read the book. <laughs> Unless you want to be freaked out. Yes. Um, oh. So then Bland responds to this. Oh, yeah, I bet he has a beauty of a response. He does, and he says, I defy Mr. Harputlin to point out anything I have said publicly that is not true. And he says, gagging isn't going to stop me from continuing onslaught of truthful and consistent negative publicity that Alex Murdoch has been the recipient of from hundreds of objective journalist newscasts over the past two years and will continue in connection with his pending criminal charges and other civil cases. Yes. He even talks about in the response 
that uh, Mr. Murdoch has harm inflicted on him by his own attorneys when they were on Good Morning America uh, on the NBC Today Show, etc. And Cousin Eddie has been saying things. And so one of his lines is uh, that something that Eric said on a podcast or in a news article as prejudice defense of Alec Murdoch is at best a revisionist view of the history that the moving party himself has authored. This is an illusionist attempt to distract attention away from the harm that he inflicted upon his own client by his own very attorney. So Harpootley and Bland are not going to be having a beer together anytime soon. But, you know, they did go on, uh, was it Good Morning America or was it Today Show? I think it was Good Morning America. And basically he, he admitted, Harpootley admitted that his client had committed some crimes. And he was an opioid addict. Right. And he also says that he hired Smith to do the fake suicide thing. So it's not like he's ever said that uh, Alec was not a model citizen. No. And also, well, the other thing, so uh, Bland has also responded to the motion to dismiss that Alec's attorneys filed because, you know, he had been made whole. We talk about this in the next episode. And basically says, uh, Murdoch cannot argue that because others paid for the money he stole, he is entitled to get out of jail free card. Yeah, he mentioned that. Did he mention that on our, I think he mentioned that on our pod. And uh, uh, John Snyder, when we have him on our legal analyst in the next episode, he's going to talk about that in detail. Anthony Cook, uh, another lawsuit has popped up. That is Anthony Cook, who was on the boat the night that Mallory Beach died. Right. That was Mallory's boyfriend at the time. And he has filed a lawsuit against Parker's back on October 25th. So um, he had some injuries and is now trying to recoup. And another bit of legalese is happening with a journalist named Vicki Ward. Yes. So Fitz reported today um, about this incident, and we talked about this in a previous podcast, that this journalist named Vicki Ward had gone to get some documents from Mark Tinsley, who represents the Beach family, and was served a subpoena at that time. And now Tinsley has filed a motion in Hampton County accusing Parkers and his representatives of violating South Carolina alternative dispute resolution rules on confidentiality by providing materials to reporter Vicki Ward. So basically what they're saying is that Vicki got some information from the attorneys representing Parker's convenience store. Um, I think what the problem is, they didn't give them all the information. They left out the depositions of Parker's employees and some other information. They shouldn't give them any. No. I I would imagine it's attorney. I would imagine it's not allowed to be released as part of the deal until it goes to trial. Right. And I guess part of this, there were some graphic photos of Mallory Beach uh, that were taken after she was found. Um, So this was obviously very disturbing to the family. Um, And there is some sort of documentary that is being produced, which has this video in it. So I guess we'll see what's hap- what happens with this. But I guess this is set to be heard on December 10th in York at the Moss Judicial oh. Center. So that's near us. We'll so maybe we'll have to go. So there you go. Uh, we will have, as I said before, we will have part two of the question and answer thing. If you're waiting for the questions that you asked on Facebook to give to our legal analyst, John Snyder, that is coming up. We also want to thank all of you. And we want to thank one of our sponsors, the folks over at Founders Federal Credit Union. Give it to them, Seton. 
Would you like to lower your existing auto loan rate by 1%? Look no further than Founders Federal Credit Union. Refinance your current auto loan and will beat your existing rate by 1%. Plus, make no payments for 90 days. Boats, motorcycles, and recreational vehicles are all included. And whether it's for the car you drive daily or the boat that's reserved for the weekends, an auto loan from Founders Federal Credit Union. Smart and affordable way to pay. Founders features flexible terms, low rates, fast, friendly service, and 24-hour account access with Founders Online and the Founders app. Relax with Founders. Don't miss out. Apply today at foundersfcu.com backslash auto or at an office near you. Terms and conditions apply. Membership qualifications required. Founders Federal Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. Current auto loans must be with another financial institution. So there you go. And uh, hit us up. The Murdoch Podcast Facebook page. We're putting together the MurdochPodcast.com site. Questions, comments, we love them all. We take them to heart and try to get better each and every single time. We are grateful and thank you, and we will talk soon. You might be surprised to know that not all serial killers are straight, cisgender white men, and the victims of true crime are not a monolith either. She's Wendy, and I'm Beth, and together we host Fruit Loop Serial Killers of Color, a true crime podcast. Together we take deep dives into the true crime stories about marginalized and minoritized perps and victims that often go untold. We also provide the context and nuance that these stories deserve. At Fruit Loops, we're serving up true crime with a side of history, society, culture, and some fun. Listen to Fruit Loops Serial Killers of Color on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. True terrors of horror, bizarre happenings, unexplainable events. On our podcast, Disturbed, Terror Takes Center Stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence, delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs, and the very essence of your worst nightmares coming to life on this weekly true horror show. Disturbed is not for the faint of heart. It's an exploration of real, unadulterated horror sourced from everyday people. Each episode is a descent into the macabre, where we narrate stories that will leave you on the edge of your seat and crawling in your skin. We navigate the disturbing narratives that lurk in the shadows, offering a raw and unfiltered listen into the most terrifying aspects of the human experience. Enter at your own risk and let the unsettling tales unfold in the haunting realm of Disturbed. And remember, listeners, stay safe out there.